0: Hello Fight Insight fans, viewers, listeners, I'm the Filipino podcasting machine, Princey D, and with me as always, Timmy B. Please be sure to follow us, subscribe on YouTube, and leave five-star reviews. It takes just a few minutes, but it means so, so much to us. On today's podcast, we talked to the man that shocked the MMA world at UFC 264, discuss Woodley and Paul, recent public uh, contract talks, and a whole, whole lot more. Tim, hit it! Yes, me fight
1: fight. Yeah. All right, buddy. Yes. Here we go. So, we're going to do things again, uh, opposite of the norm. We have Chris Moutinho coming on the podcast, but his uh, schedule is a bit tight. So, he's coming later. So, we're going to put his part at the end of the podcast. If you're here just to watch him, just skip ahead, probably to like the last 20 minutes of the podcast. But you know this is a great show as always we welcome all the new fans viewers and listeners prince if you're listening to us on spotify or apple podcasts or if you're watching us on youtube which is always where it's the best mm-hmm. um hello and welcome to it's- fight insight podcast episode
0: 29 29 but listen guys you don't need to skip this like this podcast is so educational yeah. you learn so much it's like a national geographic there's like stuff yeah. You learn every time you log in and, oh, my gosh, the wealth of knowledge. It's like a a walking encyclopedia. You know what? And to show people what
1: serious podcasters we are? Jake Paul, baby. Oh, my God. We got to talk about it. We got to talk about it. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But we have to talk about it, Prince, because people are going livid over Jake Paul, and I'm looking for my little banner here, but Jake Paul remains undefeated, undefeated. Oh oh, oh, my God. Prince, before the fight, people were going insane talking about how Woodley's gonna destroy him, blah, Mm. blah, blah. It was quite controversial, but people were angry if you said you were backing Paul. I was backing Paul. I think you ended up picking Woodley, but we knew that it was gonna be close. Yeah. The fight happens. Prince, for those that don't know what happened, tell them what happened.
0: So it went, oh, I actually went to split decision. Uh Jake took it. Which is uh, bullshit. <laughs> that one, I don't know, that one judge that gave it to him. I don't know. I have no idea how that transpired, but yeah. Oh my gosh. Tim, can I tell you something, man? When I saw that fight, my heart was actually racing. I I just I go, "Wally, please just get through the first round. Don't get knocked out. If you get knocked out, I'm going to launch this laptop out the window." Yeah. He got through the first round, but then after that, it's just like, "What happened, man?" Like you're repping all of MMA, like you're repping, yeah. you know, mixed martial arts, UFC, like you showed that you were going to come in there and destroy this man, dismantle him. So MMA.
1: confident. He was going to whoop his ass, like his song, like his Grammy winning song, beat your ass. Uh <laughs> he man the fans before the fight were going insane we're part of you know different chat groups prince and people in those Mm -hmm. chat groups were like of course woodley's gonna win blah 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 right Mm -hmm. woodley goes in puts on a snooze fest as he is known to do right lives up to his nickname the frozen one and like does his nickname is the chosen one it's a play on words (laughs) he you know super inactive to the point where Prince, I got to say it, it did appear a little bit rigged Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. he would throw a couple of heavy bombs and then back away.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: Now he was throwing heavy bombs. And if those connected it's lights out. So to that, for that reason, I'm thinking, okay, this isn't rigged because I mean, you know, they were slight misses on a few of them.
0: Yeah, but Tim, it's like, it's the pressure after. Like he would throw a combo, and literally, if he followed up with just a little bit more, yeah, just a tiny yeah, bit yeah. more, he would have had Paul against the ropes. He would have been. He literally had the Paul against the ropes. He would have just. I think he would have gotten him done maybe in the third or fourth round if he continued with some of the combos that he had. It's just
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. His first, his first good round was the fifth
0: oh it was yes, the, yes it was yeah. the
1: first round that he won on my scorecards and yeah. many people the fifth round was the first one he won which you're in an eight round fight yeah. so if the first round you win is the fifth you have got to win all the rest to even tie right mm-hmm. um i don't know man and then uh it was just an awkward fight now question to you prince is jake paul a boxer You've now seen him go eight rounds. Is he a boxer?
0: Okay, he's he has won my respect. He is a boxer. He went toe to toe with yep. one of the with, with two ex MMA UFC fighters, and he's he went the distance. One he knocked out, and one he won decision by right. And so I honestly think now he's you know now he's he's gained the respect like everyone said all the odds were against him like he was gonna lose because Woodley is such a great striker he's you know he's been in the sport for so long the and veteran the veteran. like you know what I mean and then now oh my gosh like Tim can I tell you my heart was literally racing like please do not get knocked out because you were cheering for Woodley I was
1: and See, I was cheering for Paul because I had bet on Paul Mm-hmm. And I had been saying all along, mm-hmm. this guy's training, he's training mm-hmm. like a champ, sorry, that's my phone. He's mm-hmm. training like a champ, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's serious. You mm-hmm. you know, um, people were upset saying this is a YouTuber. No, at some point, the guy is a boxer. When he decides I'm going to train in boxing and be serious about it, mm-hmm. you, you can't hate on that, man. And then at the end of the fight, he was pretty respectful and all that. He wasn't a jerk and stuff like that. He was being respectful in his post-fight comment. I know you already turned the TV off, but he was um, being respectful and all that. So he was showing maturity in that respect. I thought that was good. And uh, I don't know. It's it's your first. It's your first four or five fights. When we had Mark Picalli one gun on. A couple of podcasts go Professional Boxer. If you guys haven't watched that one, that's an amazing podcast. Please watch it. Guy that formerly trained with Manny Pacquiao. Um, he even said, yeah, you know, at some point you have to call the guy a boxer. I may not like him. I may not like that he's risen to stardom so fast.
0: Yeah. But he's a boxer, man.
1: He beat Woodley. Yeah.
0: I mean, at first he was just you know he was picking off like NBA stars, like I mean, he picked yeah, off yeah, yeah, Randy yeah, Robinson. Yeah. But yeah. then now he's actually picking off like MMA stars, people that actually have combat training experience, right? And so he's he's shown he's shown that he can do it. And now it's funny because it it said that he was going to retire, right? And I'm like, that's not going to last long. And he, that the, yeah, he said he's retiring. 25 hours after, I think he's yeah, I'm back on. So I'm just oh, he next said fight. now he
1: said he's unretired.
0: He's unretired. So he's coming Ooh. back. See? Thank God.
1: Thank God. Cause I ordered, I ordered the Jake Paul bo- uh, boxing shorts with the LCD screens. Like, God,
0: I was going to say something about okay. that.
1: Can I just say that's freaking cool, man. Okay. I don't, I mean, UFC has to be looking at that and go, wait, should we institute that kind of technology in these shorts? That was pretty cool, man. It was it, for those that don't know around his shorts, he had like two, maybe three or four um, LCD screens in the waistband that was saying Jake Paul, like scrolling Jake Paul. It was pretty cool, man. Can you imagine you put like Venom sponsor or something like sponsoring across and then on the back it says Fight Insight Podcast. You know, like that's, it's it's pretty cool technology, man. I don't but, know. But you know,
0: they've had those things around for so long. I remember having those things in high school. I remember Masari. I don't know if you remember that RB and b artist. VIP. It's like And it it was all like neon red and you, it would just come across your belt. And it was the coolest thing.
1: Are you, are you serious?
0: I'm dead serious, man. They've had that thing for so long. Was this in the Philippines? It was here. Everyone had it. Oh my gosh. It was me. I'm older
1: than you. So maybe I, I missed
0: that. Anyone Um, who watch anyone who's watching this right now, Masari, the, the, you had
1: LCD screens on your belt.
0: On the belt, man. They were like silver and then neon red. But could you habit. could
1: you edit it to say whatever you wanted?
0: Uh, yeah, of course.
1: Oh, okay. I've never heard of that. Anyways, all the new fans have already now fast forwarded to Chris Moutinho. <laughs> I can't. Look, the thing is, after the fight, I'm like, okay, now the chats are going to be like, okay, we got to give respect to Paul, blah, blah, blah. Right? Yeah. No, Prince it's worse than it was before they're like this guy's not a boxer look how gassed he was blah 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 I'm like this guy cannot win man he can't I mean if you're still now say I don't even if you want to say he's not a boxer okay fine but you can't even give the guy res- the respect of beating Woodley eight rounds he yes he got a little bit gassed as of course you will in a high pressure you know early on in your career but he was still bringing it to Woodley he still was you know on his bike uh, you know, backpedaling and, 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 you know, avoiding the heavy shots and stuff like that. I mean, seemed like a good fight to me, man. I, I can't hate on the guy.
0: I, well, you know what? I know what he's going to do. He's probably going to say, okay, so I've conquered MMA fighters. I'm going to go and conquer a real boxer. So you, what, what if he challenges Spence and Ugas
1: no, or any of that. those
0: guys? Why not? Like just to say, this is what I hate. I fought these guys. Because he doesn't
1: have to remember Mark, the one gun, also said on our podcast that when you're a professional boxer, your first several fights are normally, mm, quote, tune-up fights. Mm. It's fights against guys that you know you're going to be able to pad your record against, but you get the experience, you get the in-ring time, you get your professional record up. No different than this guy. The fact that he's the main event and making multiple millions, that's the problem that people have. But ping, Picking off weaker opponents, I don't think
0: is uh, shameful, you know. And and so both of those guys actually, so they earned two million dollars each purses off of that fight. I mean, I don't know. In is terms that at of all? Like,
1: no, I, had to I think that,
0: I think there might have been more in terms of pay per view or guaranteed two mil each, which is oh, okay, which is, a lot, which is a lot, right?
1: Now, yeah, okay, we could talk about this forever, but let's move on to something else. But I mean, oof, I could talk about this forever, and I will be because I'm going right after this podcast. I'm going to go back to yelling at people on Instagram. <laughs> like,
0: and, and, I had a- and, and guys, listen, Tim, is, you you can see the contrast because uh, uh, me on Facebook, it's like oh everything is like neutral. Oh yeah, Tim yeah. is Tim is straight guys straight people on our ig i watch yeah. some of the the arguments that you're having with these guys i'm like oh my gosh don't bring me into this they might think i'm the one that's yeah if you, <laughs> yeah
1: i you know tim i do the um I, I said my own name for the audio listeners tim does the instagram prince does the facebook if you follow us on both you might think we have like like a split personality or like doctor like that fight and sight podcast has but it's because it's two different people so we're different but um no and i had a really good conversation with a guy today or yesterday where we were kind of like arguing about it but he was being super respectful and just giving his points in a very educated and calm fashion and we had a really good debate and he's like hey man i just don't see it blah blah and i was like Mm -hmm. okay i respect that you don't but here's my reasons why anyways Ooh, it's, I mean, crazy. Who knows what's going to happen next to this guy, Prince? Right. Uh, absolutely. Like you said, he's unretired, so he's, uh, you know, already got to step up on Khabib. Then, you know, at least he came out of retirement. Prince. Yeah. Did what the fans wanted. Absolutely. All right. Speaking of weird situations, and this does tie into our guest today, Chris Moutinho. What I wanted to talk to you about was this comment by Sean. Sugar Sean O'Malley, this is a few weeks ago now, but, you know, we don't always get time to talk about everything in a timely fashion. He said, I have a contract to fight a certain amount of fights, and I only get paid a certain amount of money, whether I fight Louis Smoka, the dude I was supposed to fight, or I fight Peter Yan, the number one bantamweight in the UFC, I get paid the same. Okay, this comes off the heels of the comments about him picking or not fighting higher ranked opponents Mm. and he has now come right out and said hey look man my contract says i get paid x dollars for Mm. x number of fights why would i fight better fighters i will fight unranked fighters until my contract gets bigger thoughts comments
0: Okay, listen. Uh, Tim is very fired up about this comment. About oh. this. About this comment. This this quote that Sean has uh, posted out there. Tim's been on this quote for so long. Like, oh, oh baby, so why? Like for me, I it wouldn't. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Like, wouldn't you want to fight ranked fighters so you can bring yourself up into the game and you know get that experience and get that publicity? Like, if you're fighting no name fighters, I mean, look, even Chris when he fought Chris, Chris gave him a fight. Like he was in there, like he was staying on there and he was staying with uh, Sean the whole way through yeah. and he gave him heart. And like, look, I mean, that kind of kind of backfired because at, at the end of the day, now everyone's looking at Chris. So Chris, what are you going to be doing next, right? So do shout you think, out to Chris. Prince,
1: do you, mm-hmm. think, do you think we can't get Sugar Sean O'Malley on this podcast? We could. We chose Chris Moutinho. Jeez. Because, because after that fight, Prince, after that fight, we were in the gym and the millions and millions of fans of ours came to us and said, get Chris Moutinho on the podcast. He was the intro. He was the, the, the um, what do you call it? The, the first fight of the night on the pay-per-view card, the mm-hmm. intro fight. People cared more about his fight than the rest of the card. And they cared more about the guy that lost yes. than the winner. That speaks yes. a lot.
0: So, speaks volumes. Yeah. absolutely absolutely and you know and you know what With uh so again with this with this quote that you know sean's put out it's just you know i've never heard anyone like you know drop a quote like this it's usually the other no. way around so i you know what sean i mean listen you're talented you know you've got the skills go in there and start picking off the rank fighters like I mean, we want to see you you utilize some of those skills that you have right you're yeah. in there to fight so you're in there you should be uh you know challenging the top of the top right yeah the best of the best like that's what we want to see uh happen What want to see at in ufc go down so here's the um, thing but- you
1: prince he loses that fight to chris Moutinho, <sighs> your stock drops you lose the next fight to louis smolka your stock drops guess what happens to that next contract that comes your way it gets less it gets less this is the game you play right Mm -hmm. like yes your your first contract isn't going to be a lot of money for x number of fights because you have to prove yourself then you get the better contract you know Mm -hmm. people i don't know if people realize i'm assuming people do but if you don't when you sign with ufc you're signing for x number of fights x dollars to show and to win Mm -hmm. right once that contract is up or if they want to renew it early to lock you in right so you don't become a free agent then yes the money changes but you can't expect massive dollars at the beginning his problem is that he's kind of shot up in popularity so fast and so quick that he Mm -hmm. probably is like wait a second if i'm if i'm almost headlining cards you know or mm-hmm. being like the, the a, a big draw for these cards i probably should get more than what i signed my contract at mm-hmm. problem is prince my father was a lawyer you always look at what you sign right yep you signed on the dotted line you signed to pay the play those fights out at that amount of money you got to do it buddy right
0: yeah no you're you're absolutely correct and it's uh for for sean it's uh you know we we you know we want to see the hype so we, we want him to build up to the hype so we want to see him go at it like you know what i mean at these type of uh, fighters so i mean sean listen you got to go out there buddy you got to go and fight some of these rank fighters and you know these are the type of fights that we want to see right and so yeah yeah so that's my thoughts you got to go fight like look at chris
1: right chris comes on first fight 10 days notice he takes on sugar sean o'malley the hype train that is sugar sean mm. his stock huge even when he loses he puts on a great performance against the thing you don't think if he continues to put on performances like that that then when his contract renews it's not going to be massive it's not going to be big the fans aren't going to demand that we get more chris right that's how it works, man. Like, you can't, I don't know. It's a it's a weird thing. I'm so shocked that he would come right out and say, ah, I don't want to fight the better opponents and whatever. And I just feel like karma can get you and bite you on the butt and you're going to lose a couple and you're really going to, you know. Because cause if you lose to Peter Jan, yep, okay, you lost to Peter Jan, the number one ranked bantamweight or whatever. You know, whatever. Yep. But if you lose to an unranked guy because you were trying to protect yourself, big trouble, man. You know.
0: Yeah, and you know what the thing is is that with uh, you know what actually would be nice, something nice to see is say they had the rematch, Chris well, and John. that would be yeah. that would be sick. That, full camp okay. each.
1: Okay. Well, that, full camp that, for Chris. Sorry. Okay. That I may have to edit that out because that may be a fan a fan question. Okay. 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 But. Yes, down the road. I think that definitely becomes a fight that people will want to see. Right. You don't want to do that anytime soon. You want to let Chris build himself for a long time. Let Mm -hmm. let Sugar Sean go about his way. Mm -hmm. But that's definitely a collision that's going to take place. And we'll ask him that. We'll see. We'll see what he says for sure. Um, You know, before we go on with other things, we do want to say to people, you know, thank you for all the support and love. You know, if you want to reach out to us always on Instagram, you can email us at fightinsightpod at gmail.com. Um, but, uh, you know, thanks for the love on, on purchasing the shirts and uh, the entrance into our giveaways. We forgot to say, Prince, we forgot to congratulate Brandon, who was one of our guests uh, and one of our early podcasts, the, the 50 Cent Versus the Whale podcast, which was one of our first ones. Yeah. He's our good friend. Yeah. He actually won our podcast, totally legit. Yep. Uh, sorry, won our, won our giveaway, totally legit. And um, we just wanted to say thanks to him and for all of you for entering. Uh, we have many more giveaways coming. We've already yeah. got um, companies reaching out to us, thank you, saying that they want to sponsor the show, that they want to give us things to give away. So we have things lined up. We just... Uh, dude, we just got to find the time to like organize it all.
0: <laughs> that's it. Well, you know what? Congratulations, Brandon. And you know what, when I told him that when he, uh, shit, when he said that he won, he's like, Prince, I, man, I won, man. I've never won anything before. I'm like, that's great. I'm like, can I borrow the shaker that you put off of us? He's like, Prince, but it's it's mine. But like, it's okay. Just let yeah, me have sure, it. Yeah,
1: share, sure. it. Um, I do want to say this week coming up. So when this podcast drops, it will be the Friday. That morning is the 1FC Atomweight Grand Prix. We talked with Denise Samboanga. That's our most watched podcast by a mile. Uh, We talked with Elise Little Savage Anderson. We've um, been following the 1FC Atomweight Grand Prix. It is going to be so exciting. It is Friday morning. Check your YouTube or wherever it is that that you can get it. But that's going to be amazing. So we want to wish Elise and Denise all the best of luck. Prince, would you like to wish her something in Filipino?
0: I know she does follow uh, us. Uh, so listen, Denise. Tapusan mo right? Tapusan mo, the, tapusan mo yeah. of all the fighters that you have against these guys. All the people that you have in front of you. Bug bug sarado. That's all I can say for Denise. And uh, Elise. Oh, man. Listen. Also, fighting nurse. You got this. <laughs> you got this. You know, it's a coincidence also that... They their names uh rhyme. Elise, Elise and Denise. Denise. Yeah. Like, did we set that up? Did we yeah, really I set think them? we did? Yeah, yeah, that's that, that pretty good.
1: I mean, uh, again, our dream is that they meet in the finals, right? Because they're on yes. the opposite side of the brackets. They meet in the finals. Ooh. I mean, people if will be begging to come on this podcast, Prince.
0: Listen, if Tim, if that happens, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I, I don't know if I'd be able to watch. Like, oh, I, like that's too much, man. Too much pressure. Too much pressure, uh, like I'd cry. Like I you know what it'd, it'd be like uh like uh what's that show? Um oh my gosh, that one movie. Or um, Paul's Drag Race? It, <laughs> no no no. The one it's so, it's a taekwondo the Swan. movie. The top uh the the best of us or the top of us, Korea versus America, and then at the very end they raise both hands. No. Could you think that could happen? That could possibly so. happen, right? No. Let's, let's 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 let let it happen, please. No, it could not happen.
1: On Saturday, the day after this drops, Geon Kim Firefist fights Molly McCann. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was our guest last week. Prince, mm-hmm. we wish her all the luck in the world. She is amazing, man. Uh, that podcast was really fun. I really appreciated that podcast. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was our first one ever doing with a translator. Yes. Um yeah good fun good fun on that podcast and wish her all the best last night she was on her instagram live and uh, i was saying hello to her and she was saying hi fight insight podcast yeah, oh that's and, uh, awesome yeah and uh she was there in the sweat thing like she had a little like she's like in a chair those things that are like around you and they make you sweat it's almost like a little portable sauna yeah and uh the person that was doing it for her was khalil roundtree Oh, so, really? Uh, yeah, man. I would love to speak to Khalil. Man, we've had him. He was on our fight on site. I picked him as one of my fighters one time. Uh, that guy looks so cool. But yeah, they're hanging out because they're both syndicate MMA uh, fighters. So pretty cool yeah, to shout see him. Shout out
0: to, yeah, shout outs to syndicate MMA and Firefist. Good luck. always For
1: our fight on site prints today, we are going to have the fight on site underdog edition. This is in honor of Chris Moutinho. He came in as an underdog. We've seen many fighters over the years (laughs) be an underdog who have gone on to have amazing, uh, successful careers in the UFC and in other organizations. So for this, Prince, they come come onto our Instagram on Saturday in our stories. We will put the two fighters up against one another and you will see who takes it. This week, Prince, I am going first. Mm -hmm. and my fighter is one of my favorite underdogs of all time his first fight was against a young man by the name of tony ferguson if you will remember it was a fight of the night if i'm not mistaken but who cares this guy always brings it lando groovy vanata this guy man every time he fights it is amazing he was So close to beating Tony Ferguson on his debut. Mm -hmm. He has had two fight of the night performances against Bobby Green. After that, he always puts on a great show. Love groovy Lando Venata. Can't wait to see him continue his uh, rise up the ranks. Great guy. Great fighter. Spin kicks. Very flashy. Always has a cool and different kind of hairstyle too. I like how he goes with the mullet sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes like with more of a mohawk. Looking good. If you're on audio right now, Prince does not care at all about anything I'm saying or doing. I don't know. What are you doing, Prince? Are you getting ready for your fighter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. All right. Who's your fighter, Prince?
0: All right. So my fighter is the one and only Alexa Grasso. She's a Mexican martial artist, uh, currently fighting the flyweight division, uh, currently signed with UFC, uh, and, and all fights. And she's currently number 10 and yeah again another grinder as well another underdog uh you know currently trying to make her way up in that division and yeah again amazing amazing fighters very uh very flashy well not very flashy i mean very um she's an aggressive uh competitor she goes at at her fights and um, again she's one of those fighters that i'm hoping will one day you know get you know get up there and you know become a champ right just because of her hard work determination and uh, you see some of the interviews that she's been on she you know she explains that she's in there grinding right and so um and also the influx of mexican fighters that are coming out you know and just you know making a name for themselves and i just i just love it i love how uh you know they're and also the fact that you know they're very humble and you know they're they're all about the hard work none of that talking smack stuff so uh, that's why i'm picking uh Alexa and that is my pick for underdog edition.
1: All right. So come on the Instagram story on Saturday and vote. It will be Alexa Grasso versus Groovy Lando Banata. It'll be a good match. It's going to be tight. I feel like this one I could win this one, Prince. I lose almost every fight. But this one could be a
0: close one. Uh, no, nah, I think this one's gonna be a sure bet. I think we've got a big Alexa fan base. So, guys, don't forget to follow, um, you know, subscribe, um, hit the five star review, leave a comment. Um, a lot of great content. Um, a lot of great stuff as well. We got a lot of good um, visit. I mean, a lot of good interviews coming up in the next couple of podcasts. So, watch out for that. Uh, follow us at Fight Inside Podcast and Instagram as well. And <laughs> we great content. And then, and spotify you can never forget it's spotify as well you can listen to us at spotify uh you can never listen tim you gotta keep promoting 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 so i know i know all right
1: so yeah that's it uh to just segue off your pick for the fight on site you picked alexa grasso she is Mm -hmm. currently training with a canadian mexican fighter by the name of loopy godinho she is going to be on our podcast in the very near future.
0: But Prince, do you want to announce who our guest next week is? Yes. So next week we have the coach, the one and only Martin Gallo, who's going to be coming in and is going to be talking about Team Lakai. So it's going to be a very exciting, exciting uh, podcast because actually technically he would be our first uh, MMA coach that's, uh, that we're going to be having on the podcast yes. from, the Phil- from the Philippines.
1: He is. Yes. And for those that don't know, Team Lakai is Is the massive powerhouse MMA organization in the Philippines that has multiple, multiple champions. Yes. Um,
0: So huge opportunity for us to speak to the coach of Team Lakai next week that's it and talk about the upbringing talk about how his uh uh, team lakai got brought up and all his story as well his background story and also just talk about the fighters that he's got on his roster so stay tuned and watch out for that all right
1: prince we are now going to transition into our interview with chris mutinho we recorded this a little bit before so we're now going to put it at the end of the podcast guys it's a great interview we're so thankful to have him come on prince It was a great time, buddy, as always, have a good one. Have a great one. I'll see you soon, buddy.
0: I'll see you soon. Take care, buddy. Take care.
1: Our guest today, he's a pro fighter who previously fought for CES and Cage Fury made the world get off their seats when he made his debut at UFC 264 on short notice against Sean O'Malley. His display of grit and determination won the hearts of the MMA community and we're so excited to see what's next for this young fighter from Massachusetts. That said, just last week it was revealed that his next fight has been booked for UFC Fight Night on October 23rd against Aaron Phillips, so we don't have to wait long ladies and gentlemen we can't believe we have him here today please welcome
0: chris motino how's it going buddy it's
2: going good man damn that was one hell of an uh, introduction man
0: yo chris be honest with me bro please be honest with me did i get your last name right please man
2: yeah yeah that was good that was was a good one you know what i mean there's there's been some people that mess it up pretty bad man that was good
0: Listen, uh, Chris, I'm actually a part-time announcer as well, so get, hearing that from you, it means a lot. I just feel like I just won a championship, so I appreciate that, brother. No, I appreciate you guys having me on.
1: Alrighty, Chris, we'll just start in with it. I know, I know you're probably sick and tired of hearing it, but how has life changed for you since your first fight
2: with Sugar Sean? Ain't ain't much different, man. It ain't much different. Just a few more, a few more people on the Instagram, and a few more, a few more people sending me messages that I don't. I don't want to answer half the time, but <laughs> I, I, other than that, bro, it's the same thing. I do the same shit. I just train, hang out with my girlfriend, hang out with my little brothers, and. Mm. Until until a couple weeks ago, man, I eat eat nasty food that I shouldn't eat. You know what I mean. So <laughs> I, other, other than that, I'm the same dude. I'm the same dude, and uh, ain't, ain't much changing. You know.
0: Hey, but Chris, I gotta say this, man. When I sent you that message on Facebook, I'm like, man, this is a, man, he's not gonna message us, man. He just got off a fight. He's probably gonna skip over. And when you sent that message back, I almost lost my phone, bro. I I was like, yo, yo we got, yo, we got Chris, man. So uh, no, that's that's. I appreciate you reaching back out and coming onto this podcast.
2: No, you guys, you guys are great, man. I I try to answer everybody who's positive and sends me good messages. I I I just mean like the people. There's a lot of people sending me some 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 things. <laughs> that I want to reply back with with negativity that I can't mm-hmm. I can't I can't be doing. So
1: Chris, yeah. that is Chris. That's crazy, man. Because I'll tell you, and I, I we've already said it on the podcast today, but the day after you fought we were at the gym and people were coming to us going you got to get chris mutino on you got to talk to chris mutino like that guy's amazing and just the popularity and i'm glad you mentioned your your instagram because there's a website there's an instagram page called mma games and they check people's instagram before and after yeah and, and so this is what they posted for you on the wednesday following so you went from 4300 followers to 35000 by like the wednesday Which is like three days, and today it's at like a hundred and seventy thousand. Like, yeah,
2: yeah, man, it's crazy. Dude, again, I keep been saying it to a lot of people, man, and it's it's crazy. It's like wasted on me. It's totally wasted because because I I know dudes that uh, made it to the UC and are 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 begging and scraping for for followers, sending videos out every day and putting out great videos that like are, are worthy of fans man i i post like once a month so it's like <laughs> it, is, it is one of those it's one of those things man social media is not my thing but everybody seems to be liking it and and, and tuning in and i appreciate it man reg- regardless I, this is what we need to be able to do this for the rest of my life and mm. that's what I'm for.
0: chris you, you listen you got to take full advantage so after this i'm gonna show you how to work the tiktok okay
2: yeah yeah, can, <laughs> do yeah the, dance,
0: the dance all that nonsense we got you bro don't worry yeah i
2: got yeah. i got a 16 year old sister she's been she's been trying to show me <laughs> I don't i don't got no rhythm bro I got no
1: rhythm.
2: <laughs> Chris you, you
1: don't need any rhythm it's fine like you, you just you just do it um you're you were saying though you got your little brothers and your sister that is who you post with right it's it's your family a lot of the times that's who's in your posts
2: yeah, most of the time, man. This—that's all I hang out with. Those are my only, friends, only friends. You know what I mean. I got a small, a small circle that I ride with. I got my family, got mm-hmm. my girlfriend and her family, and then I got a, I got a small group of friends and teammates and stuff. And that's it, man. That's, does when I keep the circle small, my life's just easier, happier, better. And it, it ain't changing, man. It ain't changing anytime soon, man. As I gotten older, the circle just gets smaller and smaller, you know. That's awesome, man,
1: and that's really respectful uh, and and honorable of you, like with your team and all that. So tell us, like, a little, because I mean, nobody knows about like nobody. It's hard to find information on you, Chris. So who do you train with, and and where do you train?
2: I train out of Regiment Training Center in uh, Fall River, Mass. I train with guys like Jorgen De Castro, Mitch Raposo, who's just on the Ultimate Fighter, and then a bunch of other slew of guys that nobody even knows yet, man, that are coming through through the ranks and are killers, man. And then I train over at Lozon MMA as Um, well. um, Great, great gym man. great killers there, too. They've got a lot of guys in the UFC, guys like Randy Costa, uh, stuff like that, man. And then I train at a boxing gym called Uppercuts in Ashland, Mass. So I I train all over the the state, man. I've trained with every dude that's come out of here. And Massachusetts is, is a hub, man, regardless of what people think about it. We're starting to just steamrolling it guys into the UFC now and we're just man we're not when I I say it, keep saying it I've said it in like five different podcasts We're we're some of the toughest dudes so it's, so it's the toughest dudes in the world man I think New England is has some of the toughest people in the world we deal with the cold we deal with all this stuff every year that that most people don't have to deal with man and you to live up here you got to be tough
0: yeah,
1: yeah, hey, you're speaking to two people in Toronto, Canada. Okay, we're if we're not digging ourselves out of a blizzard, we're like melting in heat. So we feel and, you too.
0: And Chris, you know, after watching your fight, thanks to you, I actually midway through the second round, I took a swing at my brother because just I got so fired, bro. I got so fired up. I'm like, I'm like, and he and then he choked me out. Actually, two of my other brothers helped and choked me out because I just I was so amped up, man. Listen, like they gotta have this disclaimer whenever you come on. You're just like guys, this will. Like, put some encouragement, put fire into your soul. You might knock the person beside you. So, like I said, like that fight right there, Chris, I got to say, man, like heart, the determination, t- like it was something that, you know, it was out of a movie. I thought you were going to come out of there and start screaming, Adrian, you know, the Rocky scene or something, man. So, I got to say, yeah. T- sorry, Tim, go ahead with the questions. I got to ramble on. We got, <laughs> man, we, yeah, Chris, we don't want to, yeah, we don't want <laughs> yeah, to,
1: we don't want to take up all of uh, Chris's time, but Chris, um, we, we did go to the fans and we asked for some fan questions as we always do. So Tony's underscore student wants to ask you, <laughs> I love this question. Would you want to fight someone with the same chin as you, or would you find that too annoying?
2: Man, I'm, <laughs> nah, man, I, I have fought dudes with that are just zombies and you punch them a hundred times and they still don't <laughs> go. I've done that. I've done that. I've done that stuff. Now I get paid for it. I'll punch anybody in the world, man. But, but so you put you put my mama in front of me. I'll punch her in the head. You <laughs> <laughs> realistic, you know what I mean. So it it, it is what it is, dude. She punched me back too. So it ain't it ain't. I ain't even worried about it. So,
0: hey Chris, it's, you're an MMA star. You know what you should have said. You should have been like, who who are you going to throw in front of me? Who's got the same chin as me? Nobody.
2: I could have mm. done that, but that's just it's just not my style, man. That's I, ain't, not- I ain't about this. Ain't about this stuff. what. what when i'll talk crap is when when i'm punching you in the face and then you can talk it back you know what i mean that's 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 my thing man i i ain't about this all this stuff i i i was everybody dude coming up this sport once you see conor mcgregor and stuff when when i was younger man i'm trying to be that guy and it just it didn't do good for me man it was time i let i let my ego get the best of me you know i'm just trying to stay down to earth follow the path Mm -hmm. of god and just. Just be the man, be the man that I believe my family deserves and the man I, I, I think I should be. And hopefully I'll do this for the rest of my life, be a Hall of Famer and a world champion. And that, that's my goals, man. Those are my goals. Lofty as they are, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm trying to do.
1: No, man, that's awesome. And you've got a, an army of fans behind you, buddy. I mean, like, it's crazy. Our next question comes from muskie underscore MMA. Can we expect a return
2: of the pink mullet? I can't. I can't be telling everybody the the hair color, man. We got, <laughs> we got something. We got something special coming for the next one. Man. No more green. The green's gonna go away. And yeah, and see something else cool. So you just stay tuned, man. Uh, and all then, right. and then eventually, eventually, I'm gonna get bored of all this, and I'm just uh, uh, we ain't gonna have no colors. But for a while, you're gonna get, you're gonna see some cool stuff.
1: <laughs> all right. Uh that kind of leads into the next question which is from Clara Imol. She asks, "What is your nickname? Is it Soulless? Is it the Green Zombie?"
2: I don't uh, realistically I don't really got one. I just go by my okay. name and I'm I'm me. But I play with that Soulless stuff just cuz I thought it was fun, man. I like anime and all that stuff and so I like like when I was growing up I like Mortal Kombat a lot and I like I, I always like the bad guys, you know what I mean? I've always liked the bad guys in movies and stuff so i like Shang sun and all that stuff that's uh, why I, you know what I mean?
0: that's
2: wait is chris that where wait that's where it's from from shang Sung, how he takes yeah, the souls
0: yeah that's how that's how i was playing with it. you know what that's exactly what i was thinking about when you when i said sou- soulless i'm like this guy listen this is a guy play mortal kombat cause it's gotta be shang shung because like with the like the, the eye, white eyes and all that that's what i was thinking so what
2: actually i'm curious what uh what anime do you watch chris I I watch a bunch of them, man. I watch like uh, Demon Slayer and uh, Naruto and Hunter Hunt, Hunter X Hunter Hunter, and all that, all that stuff, man. I I follow them all, and they're cool, man. It gets me out of out of my own out of my own head and into a, into another world. And man, sometimes I just need to be out of here for a little while, you know what I mean? Mm.
0: <laughs> but do you incorporate anything that you see in your anime into any of your fighting styles?
2: Yeah, I, I Hadouken everybody, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, we, we, got, we got a little bit of time, you know, <laughs> nice, nice, that's... perfect, perfect, it, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know that you're allowed to use that in the ring. I feel like that's, uh, I feel like that's illegal. Uh, our, our, one of our former guests, Mark Pags, he's a professional boxer in Canada. Uh, he asks, would you want to fight Sean again at some point in your career?
2: Um, of course, man. I'll fight. Like I said, I'll fight anybody. So regardless of the situation, man, if, if it ever comes about it, I'm not searching for anything. I'm not, I'm not going to be begging for a fight ever. I'm not, I'm not begging to fight anybody, man. I'm just ready to fight with whoever they, whoever they throw in front of me. I'm a company man, man. I'm just, I just, whoever they give me, I'll fight. And if that comes down the line, we can make some money, do it again. I'll definitely do it again, man. You know what I mean? I'm not afraid of anybody They're you can hit me 200 times next time, man. And so it, ain't, it, ain't gonna, it ain't gonna change nothing. You
1: know? Nice. Now, Chris, after your fight, I was online singing your praises, and I was saying that you were coming on strong in that third. Am I wrong? Were you? Did you conserve energy? Were you just getting a second gust of wind? Because I felt you were really coming on in the third. I was mad that they stopped it because I thought. You were you were pushing the pace. You were throwing some shots. You could have connected, could have changed the tide big time. We went to the fans and asked on a on a um, survey, said, you know, do you think it was ended early? 59% said yes, it was ended early, which, you know, it was close. But how did you feel about it?
2: Of course, I was mad about it, man. I, I wanted yeah. to fight to keep going. I felt like I was still throwing punches. I was still coming forward. I was still... I wasn't really tired at all in the fight. You know what I mean? And I was still, I was still put, I was still defending myself pretty. I took a lot of shots and I understand I'm not Herb Dean. I don't know the situation, man. I'm not here to talk, talk crap about Herb Dean and all these guys, man. It happened the way it was regardless. There was 30 seconds left. Who knows? I'm, I land something. I probably don't. And I, I lose the fight by decision anyway. So realistically, man, I but if that was a five round fight, I think, I think it would have got a little bit closer, but, yeah. This, this the way this is the way fighting is man this is the way fighting is i'm not here to dictate what happens i just go out there and fight and if i don't if it's not my day it's not my day and that and i'm not gonna sit here and i'm not i'm not still talking about him i'm not still worried about him i'm i'm i've grown i've gone i've gotten past the fight i understand i lost there was a lot of things i had to work on and fix for this one i can't wait man i can't wait to show you all this, all this stuff we've been working
0: yeah but chris I, I gotta ask you man who slipped and left your settings on kill mode during that third round like it was on kill mode like you were on kill mode man
2: this is this is what we do up here bro you ain't from boston you don't understand man we from, <laughs> we got we got dogs everywhere bro we just eating all the time so i i ain't worried about it I, this is what i do in the gym every day you know what i mean i got i got killers around me beating me up and talking shit to me the whole time so we, we i was i was used to that that's what, I, that's what I'm used to and that's what that's what you guys saw you know what i mean i came in on 10 days dude and I came on ten days and I knew this kid wasn't gonna be much more than I've already faced. You know what I mean? He was good, he was fast, he had power, but if your feet are underneath your feet are underneath you, your hands are up, man, it's very hard to knock somebody out who knows what the hell they're doing, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Chris, it's funny. Like, I feel like you really are like Shang Tsung. I feel like you've got different souls in you because you're saying, I will fight anyone. I will kill anyone. And then you're like, but I really love my family and I'm very respectful. So it's very like, you're very polarizing on both ends. Um, In growing up, how, you know, were you a a kid that was getting into a lot of fights or like, how did you find yourself in MMA? I know you're saying like, you got a lot of stuff going on in town, but
2: yeah man uh, i'm actually never been in a street fight in my life i've never never got into a fight at a bar never nothing never in my life man i i was picked on a little bit as a kid man i was really small i was like i was i was like i'm not like i'm big now but i'm like four i was like four foot four foot ten in high school five foot okay very tiny got picked on a little bit and it once i found wrestling man it kind of changed my life man i actually had a sport where it's gave me confidence, built up my, my self-esteem, knew that I could defend myself a little bit. And we get to compete with guys our own weight and get to see yeah. who. And I can't I can't blame anybody else for my failures. You know what I mean? That's yeah. something I really learned. And that's what I love about MMA, man. When I go into the cage, all, you see all these guys that come out and they're like, all oh, their coaches suck. Oh. It's all me, man. My coach could be the best coach in the world. He could show me whatever. I have to go out there and I have to do it. You know what I mean? So I found, I found, I found wrestling. And then after high school, I was doing all the all the stupid stuff, drinking too much, partying, doing all the stupid things with my friends. And then you kind of like I wanted to compete. And my first coach, George Rivera, who fought in the UFC, fought guys like Michael Bisbee. Yeah, and yeah. And mm. the, El yeah. Conquistador, right? Yeah, the Conquistador himself, man. He opened up his gym and he showed me the ropes man that's why i've say i say it all the time i've been very fortunate with my coaching and and had people that showed me how what i needed to do to be at the highest level for so long man even my wrestling coach in high school was was a b1 wrestler for appalachian state so i've always had great coaching and my coaches now have been doing it for 20 plus years and they're killers man and i i just i just love everybody that has brought me up to this point you know
1: that's amazing, man. Like you're surrounding yourself with good people. Did you always know that you were going to be a professional fighter, or like you set your path for that, or did you have other career aspirations?
2: I never really wanted to do anything else, man. Like when I was younger, I want—I've always wanted to be an athlete of some kind. And then I realized, like, genetics are like a fucking problem for me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> when you're when you're tiny, you're tiny, you're ugly, man. There's not much you can do you know I mean? in the world, bro. So. Once I found, once I found fighting, you didn't have to be athletic. You don't really have to be athletic, and you don't really have to be pretty. So it's it, we we found the right sport. And I had my first fight like only three months of training. You know what I mean? I had three months of training. My coach was like, "Hey, why not? Let's just go do it." You know what I mean? He didn't really care. He was like, "Yo, just go in and see what you can do." And I got my. I luckily got the win, man. I got the win, and it was it was done from there. I knew. I was gonna do everything I can to make this happen. Whether whether it's gonna happen or it's not, we're gonna we're gonna die trying to do it. You know what I mean? That's that's what's happened.
0: Oh man, Chris, I'm gonna start calling you OSN on short notice. (laughs) It's everything on short notice. First fight three months in. Yep, yep. Let's go. Let's just just get it done. Sean O'Malley, OSN. That's it. Short notice. So, but it looks like man, you had like Chris, you have like no fear at all, man. You just walk in there like, hey, you know what? Let's just let's just go. Like, where did that like? mentality come from it's we you said boston right so that kind of brought you up and install that type of mentality that type of thinking eh
2: no it's just I'm um, i was brought up by crazy people you know what i mean i got a, <laughs> mom crazy i got i got all these people around me that are crazy you know what i mean this this is what it is but then like all my training partners grew- coming up in the sport. I was I was going with, I was going with heavy weights. You know what I mean. I was going with heavy weights in the in the gym. I'm going with guys that are 265 pounds, and you gotta just be a dog and stay in their face and 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 show them who who's boss. Sometimes you know what I mean. And that's why it's like when I go in there, man. Regardless of I'm gonna take an asshole, but I'm gonna take it like a man. You know what I mean. That's that's the way I truly believe in if, if I'm not I'm never going to see, like you, you see me get beat up like that again, who knows, man, there's some really good guys in here. But what, what you're not going to see is me bail me go into a ball and sit there and take punches, like a, like a, like a girl. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know that's not, that's not politically correct. I don't mean anything. Bad. <laughs> yeah. but, but, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. you no know, man, on the planet, on this planet, the only the only person I bow to is God. and He ain't in the cage with me. He ain't in the cage with me. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, I mean, you know, it's been incredible to watch you just in that one fight, and it's been incredible to watch your growth. You know, like the popularity and the amount that people talk about you and care about you. Um, is there anything that you are most um, that is most unexpected or that's been most shocking to you about
2: your rise just just how fast it was man the fast i was never i I was never expected anything anything like this man i expected it like like normal people you know what i mean you come up slow and you get you get followers and maybe you put on some good fights and people liked hey man it took one and i'm i'm at 170 000 people that are looking at my stuff every day and it's weird man it's very weird for me because it's never been something i was i was equipped for understand how to how to how to navigate through this stuff i'm not a big social media person i'm not i'm not like i'm just figured out a couple of years ago how to like, even do these like these yeah, yeah yeah these little podcasts you know what i mean so it's it's like it's very hard for me to understand how to talk to people and 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 do that kind of stuff and it's i'm a very i'm a shy introvert you know what i mean i don't like to be around people and people coming up to me asking me for pictures. I would, I still don't know how to maneuver it, man. I'm just been trying to be as positive and nice to everybody as I can, and 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 when people talk to me nice, I I answer them on the messages and stuff like that. I'm, I'm still working my way through it. I'll get used to it, and I'm i fast, so I'm I'm ready for whatever comes.
0: But but Chris, can you pump your own gas? No, oh, dude. But you can't <laughs> pump your own gas anymore. <laughs> you um, you,
2: you got to stay inside your car. That's how the popularity. I can I can do it, bro. I can do <laughs> yeah. it. Can you
1: so like, OK, but are you I mean, I, we're kind of joking, but I mean, I don't know if you go around to like a plaza in in your hometown, are people like, holy crap, that's Chris Mutino, or do they all just know you or is it like, how's your life like your public life?
2: um no it's not it's really it's not really that crazy you know what i mean like it happens every once in a while i'll get like one or two people want to want a picture they recognize me or something like i'll be at starbucks and i'll I'll get a couple people that want to recognize you but it's really not that crazy right now man who knows a couple flights down the road maybe it gets a lot worse you know what i mean Or,
1: or the next time you go to vegas right the minute you step off that plane in vegas that might be a whole other world right
2: yeah, for sure. So I'm going to have to get the the fake mustache, eye patch, you know what I mean? we'll figure it.
0: Yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. And Chris is going to have to do all his interviews with sunglasses on. It's like perfectly bright outside. Like it's perfectly, you know. So there you go, right? But <laughs> Chris <laughs>
2: I'm pulling Mike Perry, dude. Start fucking really going wild.
1: <laughs> but wait, are you talk are you talking about how he like went total like caveman with the hair and the big beard?
2: Yeah, for sure, bro. I'll just Did, go
1: okay wait hold on did you see just today he cut his hair don't judge me that i know this but he just posted yeah okay yeah so he's all shaved up now now he's back to looking like mike perry yeah yeah Yeah. Um, (laughs) before we let you go chris uh you know i do want to i i mean on a side note i do want to say man you're saying that you're not good at talking to people and stuff you're one of like the most engaging guests we've ever had on the show i mean like you're you're a great guy to talk to, man. You're fun. You're you're engaging. So uh, don't shoot yourself down on that. You're doing a great job. And I, I, it's probably just all the practice that you're getting, but you're doing a great job.
0: And Chris, I got to ask too, what filter did you use when you first showed up into this podcast? Because you had like a Deadpool, the Deadpool filter. It looked like it was like blurry and all that stuff. I was like, we've never had that happen before. So how did you set that one up?
2: It's uh, it's, it's my Aquanet, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh man. We'll get, we'll, you'll get a better sponsor internet soon. That'll be fine. Uh, Chris, before we let you go, man, I mean, we greatly appreciate your time and, and coming on. It's late. I know you just did uh training today. Is there anybody that you want to uh, give a shout out to or anything that you want to say before you go?
2: Of course, man. I want to f- say thank you to you guys for having me on and talking to me and taking that time uh, to help me promote the fight. And I want to thank my family. I want to thank my, my girlfriend, Blaze. And, Everybody else that uh, has helped me get through there, all my coaches and, and guys just follow me on Instagram and all, all my social media has helped me build, helped me build this thing and let's, let's, let's keep the train going, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely. We'll put the uh, contact for Chris Mutina. we'll put his Instagram links and any other links that we have for him, we'll put them in the show notes so that people can find you, Chris. Before we go, how will you win your fight? What is your preferred, how, how are you going to win your fight?
2: Uh, headbutt till his head pops up. You know what I mean? That's, I'm just gonna headbutt his fist till they break, and then.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Not not a headbutt to his head, a headbutt to his fist.
2: Yeah, everything. I'm just gonna headbutt everything. Dude. That's
0: I it. like it. Chris, listen, man, do me the biggest favor, man. If you can somehow do a Hadouken in the middle of that fight against Aaron Phillips, if you could throw one of those and then get him down, man, you'd 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 make a dream come true because you'd be the first person in UFC to drop somebody with a via Hadouken. Or maybe a Syrukin.
2: Yeah. What's happening? What's happening? (laughs) All
1: right, Chris. Uh, Chris, it's been an absolute honor, man. We are so excited. The world is excited to watch your career go. Um, You know, we are so happy to have you on. Thank you so much for coming, and and have a wonderful night and a great training. And we can't wait to see you fight.
2: All right. Thank you, brother. Thanks for having me. Peace. Take
0: it. Take it, Chris. Thanks,
1: buddy. Take care, man.
0: it's Timmy B. Princey deeds right in sight. Yeah,